Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. From the world's first officially recognized sim racing group, it's the Torah Radio Show. Good evening, everyone. This is the 12th edition of the Weekly Tour radio show. I think I've lost count at this point. I am, of course, Ben Williams, and this is the U.S. version of the show. So I'm, of course, joined by my ever-present companion, Louis Satterley. How are you doing, Louis? I'm doing good. That's the only way how I know what day of the week it is anymore is that we do this on Thursdays. This is true. The days have started to kind of mesh together. Yeah. Um, joining us this week, I'm not sure how we got in the studio. I must have found the key I hid under the mat, but we are joined by Torres. Well, you advertised it everywhere. I... They're not supposed to know that. Anyway, we are joined... But to... you advertised it everywhere. We are joined tonight <laughs> by Torres Vice President, Mr. Theodore Toker. How you doing, Th- Ted? I'm really sad that you just pronounced my name wrong, Ben. I'm despondent. Welcome to the Torah Radio Show. We do occasionally talk about sim racing news, and I more than occasionally mispronounce names. What is it? Tooker. Tooker. Yes, there you go. It's already mispronounces the big boss of the radio station's name wrong all the time. Oh my god. Uh, please don't fire us. Yeah. Anyway, on tonight's <laughs> program, we have your usual selection of sim racing to fill the void events. Um, we have lots of sim racing updates, actually, this week. Granted, 50% of them is iRacing, and um, on <laughs> since our 24-hour race, as in Torres' 24-hour race, is this coming weekend, we figured that we would highlight some of the entries, talk about the race, see where people qualified, and kind of discuss who we think is going to end up on the top step of the podium. Um, of course, you can follow t- along with us on Twitter, um, using the hashtag the Torah Radio Show, um, and we are of course at the real underscore Torah. Before we do begin the show properly, I know we're already off topic. We are going through some weird times, and that's the word I'm going to use. There's a lot of hostility in the world, I think, and I think that would just be a good thing for all of us to kind of breathe. Remember that we are all, you know, human beings. We are all in this together, and that's something that we need to remember and stop using our differences to define us. Um, I know this is a small sim racing podcast, not really significant when you think about it in the wide scheme of things, but I, I will use this platform, if I can call it a platform, to say, just be safe, people. Alright. Anyway, back to filling the void of real racing. Um, of course, we are, need to talk about the IMSA iRacing Pro Series. A Ford has finally won. Yay! There it is. Something other than a BMW again. Something other than a BMW and a again. Porsche two weeks ago. But, oh, anyway, yay! Um, yes, we had a very, very pink Ford <laughs> of Kenton, and I'm going to pronounce this correctly as Cook. well. Cook. Yeah, Kenton yeah. Cook. Um, take the win last weekend? Yeah, no. Last weekend? Or last week? Yeah, last week. Again, days are running together. I can't keep track of them anymore. Um, he did take the win in dramatic fashion, being able to beat, using both terms, both definitions of that term, um, Spangor to the line, is able to take the win. Um, it was, I actually got, did get, it did gets to catch a fair amount of the race live, so that was quite exciting. If you're looking for more of this, uh, the next iRacing Challenge series will be on Thursday, June 11th, um, starting at 3. That's of course, is the more sim racer side, and the Pro Series starts at 6pm Eastern. And of course, you can hear it here on RadioMod.com and all the other typical channels that it's on. We're just going to keep going through these pretty quickly. Um, SRL Porsche Series, we finally have a Porsche on the top step of the podium. Um, 
Yeah, so the SRO Pro Series is actually really interesting because it's not yeah. something that a lot of people are aware of that's actually happening, but yeah, it actually but... produces some really great racing. Yeah, and uh, of course it's on ACC, which is pretty much the dream child of the sim race. Um, of sim the SRO, racing. yeah. Yeah, and they've been doing some... <laughs> Ted's right, they've been doing some amazing racing. Of course, we got another double dose of sim racing action at Catalonia this week um, with... Louis Dalatrez um, taking a win in his Porsche and McLaren's Arthur Kamer, I believe. Kamerer. 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 Yeah. Um, taking top honors in the silver category. The thing that, about the Pro Series or the SRO Esports Series is that it's kind of hard to keep track of which one you're watching currently just because um, of the way they've been packaging it all together in one like clump. Well, from what I understand, there's, or we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, there's four different series that are going on, and they pretty much all have almost exactly the same name, so you can't hardly tell which one is which yeah. anymore. Yeah. So the other thing that's interesting is that there there's obviously the overall winner, but all the classes are competing simultaneously, just like in the real uh, SRO GT Endurance Challenge. Mm-hmm. So you've got like your typical names that you'd see on the real track, like your Louis Delatraz, your David Fuminelli, Ezekiel Compagnac, etc. But then you've also got some drivers you wouldn't normally see from the silver category, and then some pro e-racers as well. So it really does make you kind of have to pay attention. And if you look through the results standings on the SRO's website, you'll recognize the names you will have seen on Torah in the past. Like, for example, Eamon Murphy from Lazarus, or 4-H Murphy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's in there. There's a couple of guys that you'll definitely know their names if you've been on Torah for the last, you know, decade or so yeah um final round of i think it's the pro series maybe it's both this isn't clear um the final round takes place june 21st and i believe they're actually doing a fan vote for which track that they'll be using um yeah this is the final round for the uh professionals the professional sim racers and the casual sim racers yeah if i'm not mistaken yeah and we and we get to pick from bathurst kailami laguna seca or suzuka yeah. So, so you want a four endurance racetracks. So now yeah. you have to vote for Kaimami, or I'll be sad. Or vote for Vogunaseka, or I'll be sad. Anyway. Find out next time. Or vote for Bathurst, or I'll be sad, because Bathurst is best. Batman. Basically, what we have here is Hashtag there's no bad choice. So vote for the other one. <laughs> anyway, um, if you wish to vote on that, I believe the voting lasts until tomorrow evening. At twenty hundred hours, however, the SRO site does not include a um, what time zone that is. So I'm going to guess that's British time. I think. Uh, it looks like it's open until Friday the fifth at eight p.m. Central European time. Central European. Go. Okay, there you go. Moving right along, um, we actually don't have NASCAR and IndyCar to talk about because they're now back on track. Literally, well, Andy Carr will be back on track in two days. Yes. 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 Very right at Texas. Yes. yes, Texas. Good Good place to go back, I do have to say, because IndyCar races at Texas are always amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also had how many NASCAR races back on track? Well, it, I think we're up there to... Were, there were two at Darlington. Five, yeah. There were two at Charlotte. There was one at Bristol. And there's going to be another one at Bristol this weekend, I believe. So that'll be six races in, you know, yeah. three weeks, I which did, is a lot. I did see that they are already planning on bringing back fans, which yeah. I, I, I'm i a little worried about that. Just because if you're familiar with your um, ancient Greek literature, this is the part where Ben gets intellectual, um, you'll be familiar with the story of Icarus, who flew too close to the sun with his wings made of wax and then plummeted to his death when they got too hot. So, I'm just going to say, NASCAR, don't be Icarus. That's all I'm going to well, say. Well, I was going to say, uh, if you look at the model, I would say, that most recently happened, because it was the only sport or racing event that I know of that's actually had fans back is the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series, actually, and they have it to where literally social distance on the grandstands because they have every other row marked off that you can't sit in and it's only at 25% capacity and everybody is required to wear a mask on the property so I think if they do something very similar I think 
everybody can possibly eventually get back to fans, albeit in a limited capacity. Yeah, yeah it, you're going to have to let it happen eventually, but like Lewis is saying, you got to be safe about it. Plus, if you're at a dirt track, you think you'd want a mask on anyway. It's pretty dusty. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. I can vouch for that one. Yeah, a mask and earplugs is usually the safe bet at a dirt track. Just because, you know, open headers. Anyway, um, I'm sure there are other Filling the Void series that I, I missed. I know Lamborghini just launched a one-make series that they're calling The Real Race. Nice job there, Lamborghini Marketing Department. Um, you know, there was race. one, Ben, that we didn't t- discuss real quick. Uh, DTM has been running oh, yes, the series. DTM. I forgot to mention DTM. Yeah. And I'm forgetting some... about DTM because they keep changing it every week. Yeah, but some news for that is real. Or, um, uh, what's it called? Race Room is going to get the 2020 DTM grid in uh, eventual update. So, so the reason they were running getting a load of BMWs and Audis and nothing else. Oh, and then all, tw- all twelve and of them. Yeah. Versus... Well, I mean, it's still cool, though, because those cars are incredibly fast and they're really popular. Like, I know Forza 4 having the old Audi Opel and I think it was Mercedes DTM cars kind of got me interested. Mm-hmm. So anything's better than nothing. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of people are going to be really, really happy to give those Who cars a roll. the license to Super GT? Because I know that's why we haven't seen Polyphony. a lot of... Polyphony. Uh, Super oh, that's Turismo. what it is. Okay, because we Actually, haven't seen... Those show up in a lot of different stuff. Actually, speaking of Super GT, they announced last week, I think it was, that they're going to be staging a Gran Turismo Sport special event on June 21st. Excellent. Yes. Um, Do we know what cars it's going to be? Um, the event... Okay, although GT Sport does have six GT500 class Super GT cars, the event will use the lower category um, Gran Turismo Sports equivalent to GT3 cars. Um which There's has a, a RSR Porsche involved in that. Yes. Um, each <clears throat> each will sport relevant reveries, which fans will have the opportunity to design. Details on how to submit your review to the race, but this is the part I thought was cool, so we decided to add this, um, will be available at a later date, but players who enter winning designs will win... <laughs> I forgot about this. Um, winning designs will win a signed Super GT smartphone stand. Okay, that's different. Stand. Yes, that is different. Oh, well, technology, yo. Yeah. Oh, since we're talking about events that were just launched, I'm sure... Oh, I know Lewis is familiar with the WRC games. Yes, World Rally Championship, yes. Yes. Um, Toyota has has announced that they will sponsor the WRC Esports Series this year and will give away... This is much a better prize than a Super... GT Super Smartphone Stand. They will give away a Yaris, a Toyota Yaris G, um, GR Hot Hatch to the winner of the series. Oh, Gazoo Racing Edition, huh? Yep. I mean, it's nice. still it's a so, Yaris. So here's but a, they're still giving here, a car away for sorry, winning esports race, even if the car is smaller than like my engine. So, well, here's the question: Are they going to be doing it on? I'm guessing it would be the most recent FIA WRC game, or are they going to be doing it on the recently announced Codemasters WRC game? Because from what I understand, Codemasters just won that license. See, you're going to have me now, Louie. Yeah, um, the Codemasters did announce that they do have the WRC uh, license back, but they don't actually start producing games until 2023. With wow, so that far out. Huh? Yeah, it's that far out. I mean, we've wow. waited... Talk about being preemptive. Yeah, we've waited almost 20 years for a WRC game produced by Cody's. So, and, and I had to look this up, because the license has changed hands several times. It was at Evolution Studios after Codemasters had it. Um, then it was picked up by Millstone in 2010. Then... Kyoton in 2015, and um, Kyoton and publisher Big Ben Interactive, no relation, um, will maintain the license until 2023 when Codemasters picks it back up. Um, To answer your question, though, this is, they're the title sponsor for the 2020 and 2020 seasons of WRC 8. Gotcha. Yes. Um... They did say, and I need to find the part of the article that did talk about it. Um, I saw it. I lost it. Oh, Toyota's partnership with WRC will 
include further promotion events into WRC 8, but also into WRC 9, which is supposed to be out sometime in September. Alrighty so, then. Yeah. It's very cool. It's always very cool um, to see manufacturers get involved in esports series in general. Um, especially cool when they're literally giving away cars. Yeah, something tangible for all these users. I, I really like it, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Plus, knowing Toyota, the car will last until like your grandkids are eighty years old. This is true. Um, some other value. Some other esports updates. Um, Gran Turismo Sport, since we talked about them already, has another update coming up. Um, they just had one a couple weeks ago. Um, so they were kind of surprised whenever they announced earlier this week they're going to have another one. Um, it's out today. I haven't gotten the chance to see what they actually did yet. I haven't had a chance to read the notes and whatnot. Um, but people expect that we'll be seeing things like potentially the Lamborghini Vision GT. Um, this is, of course, following the Mazda RX Vision GT3 that came out two weeks ago which looks especially like an Aston, if you ask for my opinion. Um, the Lamborghini Vision GT was supposed to be out in spring 2020. We're, we're kind of in summer 2020 at this point, so it might happen. Um, there's also been some speculation that they were removing the tag Hewer branding from the game since Polyphony and um, the deal between tag Hewer and Polyphony has come to an end. So they've been slowly been removing... Um, that branding from the game. Um, there's also some more BOP changes that have been suggested because apparently the GT4 bounce is broken. I really, I legitimately cannot tell you the last time I played Grand Turismo Sport has not been this year yet. So yeah, it's it's been a minute for my, myself as well. Yeah, this is what you happens know, when you buy a gaming PC and get into iRacing instead of Corsa. <laughs> You know, I was just—I was just having a look at that Mazda, and it almost looks like the Mazda RT24 DPI and the Aston GTE, the new one, had mm-hmm. like a child and produced this vehicle, because yeah. you can clearly see where they took the prototype styling from. So that's really cool. And then the rear of the car just looks like the Aston. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well did they take the prototype styling from it, or did they take the Vision GT styling from the prototype? Or did they get it all from the Miata? Hashtag Kodo. Hmm. Hashtag Mazda. Mazda, we want a free car. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, R Factor 2 has some news, Louis, right? Yeah, I got caught a bit of news. Uh, the most recent update that they, or not, well, I guess you can call it an update, because they're constantly doing BOP changes on it with updates, and I think it's like just about a different car every week. But uh, the Radical SR8 has come out. I know, big whoop. It's in a lot of different titles altogether. And uh, the big one, actually, we had two iterations of the Ferrari 488 GTE finally released. So those who are racing the Ferrari 488 GTE and the virtual 24 Hours Le Mans can finally practice their car and test it and get a tune on it, finally. And uh, that version is for 496 on Steam if you go on there, or... You can go on to Steam Workshop and get the re- Real Series Simulation Ferrari 488 GTE, which they were making before Studio 397 announced theirs. So basically, whenever the announcement came, they expedited it and released it very quickly. The difference is, for one, sound is way different. And to me, the RSS version is a little bit more accurate. Just my personal opinion. I'm sure there's going to be a few people that are going to tell me otherwise. Uh, the RSS version, you also get six or seven different liveries as opposed to the Studio 397 one. You get two AF Corsa liveries and then three plain solid color liveries, a white, a blue, and a yellow. Sorry, four, so red as well. So choose what you would like. The free one, in my opinion, is better and ha- is more quality to it than the Studio 397 official release. Just my opinion. And if I'm not mistaken, and I've been, I believe you reminded me at the beginning of the show that we're going to get the New York E-Prix yep. circuit added onto to R-Factor 2 as well. I haven't seen that release just yet, but I have been away from my computer for a little bit, so yeah. I haven't had a chance to get into it and look at it. Yeah. Since we're talking about R-Factor, we should probably 
mention again that there will be a virtual 24-hour event um, freshly supported by the ACO um, coming up not this weekend, but the following weekend, the weekend the real um, Omaha 24 was supposed to Yes, two weeks' time. Yeah, um, 50 car entry list, and I've been looking at the list, and it's kind of ridiculous. Um, So, remind me, it's you have to have two sim drivers for every two pro drivers? Is that how it works, Louis? Initially, that's how it was, and that's how I interpreted the rule, but apparently Penske has gone against that altogether and just put (laughs) all of their professional drivers in their one entry, so I... The, the rule states that you have to have no more than two sim racers and no more than two professional racers. So I don't know how they got around that unless they're labeling as two of their professional drivers as professional sim racers because they have rigs, which Paginode would be one, which he does his own Twitch stream, mm-hmm. and Montoya does it as well. So if that's how they're getting around that with a loophole, first of all, well played, and second of all, Way to kind of ruin the spirit of the rule, in my opinion. But I'm just going to highlight a couple of the entries that I found interesting. First one was that Team Penske entry, which is literally a combination of the number six and seven cars from IMSA. So, no surprise. There. And an IndyCar driver. And an IndyCar driver, of course. Toyota has effectively parts of their factory teams in there. They have two cars entered. Oh, no, sorry. Three cars entered. Um, Rebellion have teamed up with Williams Esports to enter, what is that, four cars by the looks of it? Um, I believe it's just two. I'm seeing four. Okay, well. Yeah, there's four of them. And 13. Because it's Rebellion. Ah, well kudos to them. Yeah. Um, There's Jota Team Redline. It's also one that I caught my eye. Um... There's going to be a team called Cool Racing. Yeah, that's a real team too, as well. Yeah, they're yeah. from the ELMS, and they've got oh, yeah. Nico Lapierre and Antonin Borga, so that's going to be a really good car. Yeah, Lapierre is no yeah. slouch at all. Um, hey, Veloce's in there. Three yeah, cars. There's like three Veloce cars in there. Um, you know, Autosports is in there. The, there is one prototype too I do want to mention um, the Richard Nigel Racing team, which is Catherine Legg. Um, you're gonna have to pronu- help me with these pronunciations, so I'll get around. I, I, I got you, Ben. Yeah, Emily it's Catherine Jones. Leg, yeah. Tatiana Calderon, Sophia Florsch, and Emily Jones, who, yes. if you remember the Le Mans esports event from last year, was one of the on-site qualifiers at Suzuka and actually did pretty decently. Yeah, it's, and I, I don't remember where I saw this, and I'm not sure if this is accurate. Apparently, this is the first all-women lineup for an esports event like this. Uh, yeah, for a racing esports event, this is the first all female lineup mm-hmm. for like a professional event. So that is going to be interesting to watch. And they're this not is the only the ladies gear racing. racing machine, right? What? Uh, no, that's that's different entirely. Yeah, um, this isn't quite the gear. Yeah, gear is the Ferrari GTE for actual Le Mans in September. That's right. Uh, okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, they aren't the only ladies in the field. I know Jamie Chadwick's in here for the uh, mall racing team, number 67, alongside Ferdinand Habsburg, Jimmy Broadman, and Kevin Rodding. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot so, Jimmer and Jamie. Well, don't sound car. thrilled or anything, Ben. Huh? Don't sound thrilled or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since Ted's already mentioned GTE, you got two Ferraris, two Corvettes, four Porsches, three Astons. And these are just the factory teams. Um, there's a feed racing Corvette, which is Simon Pelite, Theo. I'm not even trying to pronounce this. Pochard, Pochard, Axel Petit, and Alexander Vaumont. This is why we have Chad on the show, so he can yeah. do the horrible French accent. So I don't have. To. I, I used I used to do the podcasts on on another platform for a while with all the endurance names. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, Simone de Silvestro is in this too, in the '94 Porsche car with uh, yes. Patrick Pilet, Martin Kronke, and David Williams. Yep, and the, all the factory teams is basically literally just factory teams. Um, Jordan Taylor is in one of the Corvettes. Um, Magnuson and Miller are one of the Corvettes. Um, kind of Nikki Katzenberg. Katzenberg's in. Katz- yeah, yeah. 
Katzberg, he he's in a Corvette, which is an odd thing to see. But well, he is the endurance driver for Corvette racing. Yeah. But I've been watching him race in BMWs for a while now. <laughs> also, it's kind of interesting to see who's in the reserve list here. We got Risi Competizioni's on there, Fordzilla, the Ford's professional esports team, oddly enough, in an Orica. Uh, Janetta's on there, Duquesne. There's some, some really good G-Drive. physical teams. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder how they went about selecting all these entries here. I would imagine it's much like the real world. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, unfortunately, and I've been looking all over the place for this, um, I don't think there are any um, addition, like announcements for TV deals or where you can actually watch this thing. At least I haven't found any yet. Uh, it's going right. to be on Motorsport TV. Is uh, it it should be, be free to air. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It's on. A, you can go to Motorsport Games, and they should have the updated information as we get a little bit closer to it. Uh, okay. We've been dropping the ball like crazy. Good for Ted for bringing yeah. in the A game today. <laughs> yep. This is my jam, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's also going to be on the Le Mans Esports Series Twitch, but don't quote me on that one. We'll, we'll put a big asterisk next to that. Yeah. That would uh, that would make sense, but. Also, the Lawrence Esports thing is more of a Forza event, not really an R Factor 2 thing. Though, depending on how this happens, maybe the next season that's on R Factor 2 and not Forza. Where there's an ACO, there's a way, Ben. Where there's an ACO, there's a way. Yeah, this is true. Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to being able to watch that. Um, It should should definitely be interesting. It would be interesting to see how pro drivers uh, react to lagging out. Also, Alonzo, hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's trying. got Rubinho with him. I was trying to get through the event without, or get to the show without someone mentioning Alonzo. Ted, yeah, you failed me. Anyway. Well, you should have told me in advance. Man. I was going to say, there was no asterisk at the start of the show on this one. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. There's actually quite a lot of F1 drivers in this. I'm just still looking at it. This is yes. going to be intense. Everyone's looking to fill the void. Fill the yeah, ball. Leclerc is going to be in it as well. Anyway. Okay. Um, so, before we do our time of speculation about the Tour 24 hours of Le Mans, um, we need to talk about iRacing's update. Oh, boy. That's a big one. <laughs> yes. You know it's big when it takes up half of our notes. It literally takes up half of our notes. So, some highlights from the iRacing update. This week, we, of course, changed season. So we're in season 13? That sounds right. Maybe we're in 14. I can't. I lost track. Anyway, some highlights include... It's Thursday, Ben. Yes. Highlights include new car, BMW M4 GT4. Excellent. New car, Indy Pro 2000 PM18. Okay. NASCAR Chevrolet Monte Carlo 1987. Be still my beating heart. Uh, NASCAR Ford Thunderbird 1987. Good lord, this lips keeps going. NASCAR <laughs> Grinder Outdoors Ford F-150. Insertment, Vince McMahon, Jeff here. Yes, and for those who are <laughs> paying along at home, that means that iRacing now has the full NASCAR spectrum. Has every single Not to be confused with NASCAR Heat 4, which always has the NASCAR spectrum. We're talking about Sims, not arcade games. Anyway. Um, Shots fired. <laughs> my disdain for NASCAR Heat Series has been noted in this show. It's not a game. If you can go around a corner, go up on two wheels because the car doesn't know how to corner. Anyway. Um, well, that's what makes it a game, not a sim. Yes. We just established and, that. And which Ben gets some ad, he uses back, the wrong term. Back to iRacing. Um, new car. USF 2000. Okay, new car. SCCA Spec Ford Racer. That is not a new car. That is an updated one. That is an updated one? Yeah, they're putting a newer Spec version. Spec Racer Ford that they've had since pretty much day one. Not exactly day one, obviously, but that is an updated version. Okay, well, there you go. Um, they have also rescanned Kentucky Speedway. They've rebuilt it. Um, Road America has been updated. They have new limited tire sets. Um, they've also introduced quickie cautions, drive-through penalties, and more race control updates. Stock cars, trucks, and some road car 
have had some tire model updates. Um, seven more cars utilizing the new damage model, including all the ones I mentioned earlier. Um, except for the, I think the two 1987 cars are, don't have that. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you release a brand new car and not have the new damage model on it? Because well, who knows when that car was actually made, though. Yeah, that, that's true. Back. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, new damage model has a new multi-threaded processing, so it's a little... I believe that means that it's a little less um, processor-heavy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's also a new auto-exposure camera system. They've also okay. made several updates to their... AI stuff, which we don't usually talk about on this show that much, um, but iRacing has this whole AI system that you can go in and practice whatever you want um, within certain restrictions. Um, I believe, um, except for a couple of them, most of the new cars have been added as raceable AI. I do definitely includes the BMW, definitely includes the two Indie Pro. The um, Indy Pro and USF cars. Um, you can now race those against the AI. But they've also added new tracks, including Chicago Land Speedway, Spa Frankenshops, Dover International Speedway, Homestead Miami Speedway, Oval, uh, Kentucky Speedway, t- t- uh, Sakuba. Sakuba Circuit, and WeatherTech Raceway at Laguna Seca. Yeah, so iRacing's been busy for the back end. <laughs> and all of this can be yours for the low price of $300. Yes. Unfortunately, um, that is one of the downsides out of racing. It's kind of note not... that that was a joke and not an actual price. Yeah, it's not wall Hashtag it was not a joke because you had to pay for everything. Yes, except for the uh, AI stuff. Anyway, um, oh, you got to pay for the cars to drive and still running AI. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I think that does it for all of our update news. I'm sure. There was an update to Amabulista that I probably missed somewhere or something along those lines. It's been a rough week, <laughs> listeners. Um, so if there's something that you think we should talk about on the show and you see it announced on social media, make sure to like add us, the real underscore Torah, um, using the hashtag Torah Radio Show so that we can find easily um, stuff that you guys think we should talk about on the show. So, it's June. It's June. As Motorsports fans, what does that mean? Well, normally we'd get a 24-hour Le Mans in a couple of weeks, but sadly we're not getting a real one until November. Yes, unfortunately. And there's not going to be, like, half the teams there. So so here's a question for you. Um, uh, year goes from June to June. Hmm. Well, what do I consider this year? Good question, isn't it? Yeah. Add us at TRS or <laughs> hashtag TRS and let us know what, what you think about that one, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And uh, to go back onto your comment, yes, they're still going to have a full grid of 24 hours Le Mans because they do have reserve entry, so we're still going to get a 60-car grid. Mm-hmm. But Corvette won't be there. That doesn't make up half the grid. I hate to bring yeah, it to you. I know. But it's like Corvette's not going to be there. The two... Um, and so Porsches aren't going to be there. It's just going to be less. Um, you heard that, dear listener. Le Mans doesn't mean anything unless a Corvette's there. Spoken like a true American, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what Ben's getting at is that if you're used to watching the IMSA contingent go over and kick some some butt on European soil, yeah. you're going to be a little deflated. But that does not detract that the race is still going to happen. It's still going to be awesome. And there's still going to be plenty of familiar faces there to cheer on. Yeah, so we do have an American team that will be there with Risi Competizione. So and cheer on the American Dragon Speed as well, right? Uh, Dragon Speed will be there. But for actually, Dragon Speed is a regular IMSA entrant this year, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, the, yes, they the are. Weird so. LMP2 class that no one really talks about. <laughs> It doesn't get a lot of TV time, sadly, but it does yeah. produce pretty good racing. Um, where was I going to go with that? I don't know. I lost I my know, train yeah, of thought there, so let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Yes, so because it is June and it's Le Mans time, that means that Tora is hosting a 24 hours of Le Mans on Forza, as we usually do and have, have done 10 times now, I believe. 
Uh, this is coming up to, yeah, I believe the 10th one. Yep. It's hard to believe hard. we've done 10 of these. Ninth or 10th. I think I've lost... I think I've lost a year of my life, each one of them. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You still come back. Unho- I mean, you're there's an un- unholy amount of work that goes into this between dev, media, entries, running the race, streaming. It's so much work. Yeah. But we love it. Or we all have Stockholm Syndrome, which is a possibility. <laughs> anyway, um, so we thought we would take some time out of of this week's show to specifically highlight um, the Toro Le Mans since it is this weekend. And um, we have a lot of big names in the Forza eSports scene taking part in the race. Um, we have, though, departed from tradition a little bit, and we actually have already finished our qualifying sessions. Normally we do that the week leading up to the race, but whenever you're having... Um, over a when well, we have 104 teams registered, which I believe only 96 are taking the green flag. Ted, is that correct? So I think we had 107 before qualifying, and okay. now uh, after qualifying is done and dusted, we have 101 teams that actually qualified, mm-hmm. of which 100 will actually be racing. Yes, because we had several reserves and other invalid entries yeah. but anyway. and that number may change slightly depending on stints and all that jazz but that's so many people yeah 481 drivers have registered at this point that's and a for lot some, of people for some context i think the biggest record for a forza event was actually us earlier this year mm-hmm. and the record before that was actually us us which we broke earlier, earlier this, this year, year which and then before that it was us, us which was also <laughs> broken this year yeah so if you're into the whole Simcade endurance racing thing, come to Toro. We got you, fam. Yep. Um, so what we're going to do on tonight's program, since we have – pull up my little clock here um, – about 20 minutes left in tonight's program. Uh, that would have been so fitting if we had 24 minutes left. <laughs> we failed. We don't quite. <laughs> it's like there was 22 an and a half. <laughs> we failed. Well, Ben, I have a suggestion. I will hear the suggestion, Ted. What if we took it back to the past a little for just a couple of moments? Do I need to go get a time? Do I need to go get the DeLorean? Shay, I tell you what, son, we've got no, I'm not going to stop. So we actually ran a vintage race uh, just wait to, a for minute. a little bonus. Wait here. a minute. Wait a minute. Pause. What was that? <laughs> I, I tried to do the, the, the old radio time announcer voice and it kind of vocalized into the cowboy. Okay, so I've been going to the tour. Welcome to the tour radio show. We do occasionally talk about sim racing news, but mostly it's really bad voice acting. Yeah. Well, Ben, ben call up the show at, from your car. Okay. I'll we're gonna show. Back. We're gonna go show Ted how the 1960s voice really happens. Yeah. Okay. Now we only we literally only have 20 minutes to do this. So we... All right. Vintage race. Vintage so... race. Yes, we had a um, classic. Well, mall style series over the weekend, which was a lot of fun. It was very interesting, and we used a wide variety of cars, didn't we, Ted? Oh, yes, we did. Uh, we were graciously given the car list from a different series run by a longtime Toro racer, Corey Griffith, Corey CC97. So, Corey, thanks so much for giving us the green light for that. Mm-hmm. Had something like 50 different cars to choose from. We ended up with like 20-something across 45 drivers. And, you know, for a semi-serious jokey race it was a lot of fun people Mm -hmm. took it really professionally had some really nice paints some throwbacks some originals and the balance of the cars was pretty good to be honest yeah it was a (laughs) the selection of cars was very neglectic um when everything was said and done the top three finishers of the race are just hilarious um do tell I'm pulling it up now. Um, taking first place was SGR yes. Floofy in um, the. They called it the Helmet Two. It was actually a Nissan R three eighty two. Coming second was Tor staff member Tom, and I can never remember his last De name. Debrillion. That. Um, was driving a DB four GT Zagato, 
from 1960. And in third... Oh, wait. Did I read that correctly? No, no. I did read that correctly. In third was um, the typical listeners to the show will remember Tyler Jones, LZR Diablo, finished third in a 71 Lotus Salon Sprint. <laughs> and that car was trying to kill him constantly. The entire race. <laughs> but the the way that the, this race worked out, you actually had to strategically try to break the slipstream like three corners in advance. Because all through the field, there were a couple of cars down in the 6th, 7th, 8th position that would get spread out by about 6 seconds between the start of the track and Church of Rouge, and at the end of the straight, would be together again. Yeah. Every lap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was really fun. I Reminds me of the Torah Classic race that I had my first year in Torah. I had a replica John Greenwood Corvette that had a Corvette C5R, because that's how old the game was. I still had the C5R end game crammed inside of that thing, and I was racing up against Mark Brown Jr., which anybody who know, remembers him, that would be number of different gamer tags, probably, but he was Darth most Mario. recently are Just call him Darth Mario. Darth Mario, we'll go yeah. with that one, yes. Yeah. Um, but he was in a BMW M3, and whenever we got to the Porsche Curves, he would chew up that Corvette like it was nothing, and usually came out ahead, and then when we got on the Mulsanne, he's still pegging at about 160, and I'd blow his doors off at 200 miles an hour. It's pretty much what happened. Um, <laughs> it I was, was spectacular. A, I was in a cobra daytona for this race and while i wasn't the fastest in the straight line i was one of the fastest in the corners so i was keeping up with five six and seven pretty handily um unfortunately though i was murdered at indianapolis by jordan Groves. curse you <laughs> so i felt that time yeah. yeah unfortunately though, that was jordan's last race for Tora forza at least we will meet again on track, but probably ACCRI racing. Anyway, um, so now that we've just burned five minutes, um, let's talk about Lamar. So what we thought we were going to do was we're going to go through the top ten qualifiers for each class and kind of discuss like who's driving the car, how we think things will turn out, um, and give our opinions to like who the overall winner is going to be. So, Ted, do you want to go ahead and start with the LMP1 class? Sure, Ben. I'll be happy to take a gander. So, up at the top, you know them from the FRC. You know them from Formula One. We've got Red Bull Racing Esports with arguably one of the strongest lineups we have ever seen assembled for a Tour Endurance race. We've got A6, Box, and Lage. So that mm-hmm. would be Red Bull's FRC Season 3 squad. Yeah. And originally, Venom was going to be joining them as well, but he opted to sit this one out. So it's just uh, the two Frenchmen and Box from Germany. They absolutely monstered qualifying, setting a... It's going to sound silly, but when you combine the two best lap times, which is how we set the grid, they pulled a quarter second over second place. And we'll get to them in a second here. But that was a great showing from Red Bull. Yeah, they really did a great job. Yeah, considering that they originally told us that they were not going to take part in the race, and then they came back hours before um, qualifying ended and said, you know what, never mind, we are going to race. So they uh-huh. had, like, maybe a day to get a car in tune together so that they could come out and race. And uh, Oriol and Malay, that would be late. She hopped in the party calling and goes, I've done seven laps. I'm going to be so bad. And then he was like struggling to get a clean lap for half the session. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to beat Red Bull. And then he went a second faster than me. Yes. But uh, good job to Red Bull for getting the poll. And in second, I know we mentioned it already. We've got THR Esports. If you watched our 12 hours of Bathurst, you'll remember them from uh, Ryorg's stream. They won that race, and they have mostly the same lineup for this race. We've got Roadrunner, Europa, Lightning, and, from ESV, Scotson. Mm-hmm. So, now, if anyone's going to take the fight to Red Bull, it's going to be that car. Definitely going to be this car. I should note that Europa and Scotson actually did win this race last year, which means that they will be car number one on track. So, definitely be on the lookout for them. In third is an entry from Inertia Garage. Um, called Inertia Garage Coconut. Yep. 
This uh, is the part really of the sure. show where we start reading ridiculous team names, and I have to go before I say them on air. <laughs> well, we're not really sure how they arrived at that name, but we've got Blouse, Moose, and Unleashed from within the team, and then Renta, who was Alien Motorsports painter for many years, mm-hmm. a driver named FT, who nobody really knows who it is, and Graviator yeah. from JSR. Yes. In, fair, in fairness, we're naming everybody's gamer tags and not their actual names. I don't think a lot of the listeners know exactly who they are. It's very true. This is very true. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you're in the community, you'll, you'll recognize the names, and if you're new to the community... You will recognize them after watching the race on Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Um, in the fourth position, we've got the aforementioned Alien Motorsports, uh, their diamond entry, number 15. And this is going to be driven by Sandman, Huracan, Lawrence, who just made the switch from Team AMR, uh, and Jim Hydra, who just participated in our Indy 500. So yes. another really solid lineup. They did have five drivers entered. Only four of them are going to be able to participate in this weekend's event. We should note that Jim Hydra has actually set the fastest time during qualifying of a 316.118. And just to, illustrate how ridi- just to illustrate how ridiculous that is, he's seven tenths faster than Box. You know, the guy Anyways. who finished second or third, <laughs> was it, in the FRC season three? Mm-hmm. Incredible lap from the young Irishman. Yeah. And since I just noticed this, I'll mention it. Um, Scottson and THR Lightning are literally a tenth behind both Box and Liege. So I'm not sure if the rest of the AS- AMS Diamond cars, her Hydra's pace, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be able to match his ultimate pace. But it's going to be close between the THR esports team and the Red Bull racing team. And we shouldn't count out the rest of our top 10 either, Ben, because we do yeah. have LSEM Team Lightspeed now. Uh, this particular car would be number seven. They're going to be driven by LSEM the Butler, former Toro staff member, Eternitum, who's hosting the Forza Mingo show on the Forza channels, White City from Black Diamond Racing, and LSEM Mulsan. So that is another strong car. Not quite the same one-lap pace as those top four, but very consistent racers, a lot of them. And just behind them, we have McLeod Racing, Team Holdfast. And they're one of our more recent teams on Tora. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be your number 79 car, driven by Ballistic. Not Arzian Ballistic, different guy. Surf, Jewel, and Truth. So very surprising, but nice to see them in the top 10, Ben. Yep. Um, coming across the line, finishing 7th in our qualifying, was SSR Pepsi. I don't believe that's an official sponsorship or anything. Um, but in that car, you'll expect to see um, SSR Funhouse 20 Fun for us, excuse me, 25, SSR Numi, SSR Yami, SSR Shane, and SSR Envy. And this would be one of our higher placed community teams, as they're known. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really a corporate backed squad, but still very, very fast as well. And of course, we'd be remiss not. Remish, remiss, my goodness. Not I'm rubbing mention, up on you. Yes. Not to mention say, spit it out, man. Ah! It's Team Scrubs Go Racing, Demelishion Derby 2, and all I have to say in response to that is Nani? For uh, those who don't um, know or are familiar with the Tora Discord's meme channel, um, there is a driver in this car who, in the 2018 or 2017, I cannot remember what year it was. Anyway, um, some year in the past. Yeah. Um, the driver in question, SGR Daytona, completely ran over a Corvette driven by TPR Mellish now. Um, Mellish being one of the main commentators for the F- the last season of the FRC. So, thus the D-Mellish Neon <laughs> Derby. Uh... And they're going to be quick, too. They've they got some quick, quick guys in there. It's uh, Daytona, Fluffy, and Yuko. So look yeah. for that car to do well. Yuko, of course, just won our Indy 500. Yes. Uh, in the ninth spot, we've got the main Alien Motorsports entry. This is going to be Kempachi, Vision, and I believe Dips was in that car as well, unless they've swapped him out for Storm, which it looks like they have in the number 48. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in that car is AMS Discreet and Shaga. So couple of the OG AMS guys. Don't hear from them a lot anymore, but it is good to see the main squad getting some love. Yeah. Uh, and rounding out our top ten, we've got SVR Le Bleu, 
This will be driven by... Uh, what number is this car, anyway? Number 90. So this is going to be driven by Jonesy, Birchie, and Blackout. So SVR kind of shocked themselves by getting that qualifying spot. So well done to SVR, and good luck in the race, boys. Yeah. Um, and what I'm expecting to see from the LMP1 class is that we're definitely going to see those top two fighting it out, probably throughout the event, provided that one of them doesn't lag out. I was going to say, I think that's probably going to be your battle blow for blow to the finish. Yeah, but and barring any gonna, lagouts, like you said, I'm also not going to count out the AMS Diamond entry because, as we've said, Hydra is very quick in this car. Um, we'll have to see though how his teammates hold out throughout the rest of the race. And there's a lot of good teams further down too. We've got uh, PMC. They did the Le Mans Esports did really well. Got TFZ Chris in there from Fordzilla. Squadios a little down the field. Uh, SFM number two finished second last year. Uh, probably not this year, but we'll see. Uh, there's some, Ted, some good teams Ted, further down. Yes, Ted I just casually calls out his God. own car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you expected, Benjamin. Um, to GTE, exactly I guess. that. Anyway, GTE time. Um, the first place GTE qualifier was actually a Ford GTLM which I know that doesn't happen at a tour event that often, but we've actually f- have a decent balance of performance for this year, so the Ford's actually competitive. I know. Stranger things have happened. Um, in that car, um, which is called the Zim Zebras Coaching School entry, which is, well, if there was a stacked GTE team, this would be the stacked GTE team. Uh, we have THR Mitch, JSR Self, JSR Sterilizer, TPR Bogut, TPR Zuramat, and Williams Harmonic. All in one car. That is your car to beat in GTE. I don't care what you say. It's going to be hard to beat them. All right, we're done. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. And I would like to thank you all for listening to our radio show this week. Um, Anyway, in second in GTE was the SVR Krypton car. Um, this is the number 51 because this entry placed first in the GTE class last year. Um, in that car, we have SVR Solar, Spectre, Barcode, and Hurricane. You know, they've got a pretty good shot here, Ben. They have a pretty good shot, but I, I know Solar is a decent, is, well, okay, I'm not going to say that. Solar's a quick guy. Um, so is everyone else in that car, but I don't think they're going to have that same ultimate pace that um, you're going to see from that number 55. 555, excuse me. There's three fives there. I, I, I don't see it happening, but I've been proven wrong, and I probably will be proven wrong again before. Um, I'll let you take the next car. Well, naturally, because of the whole just everybody stay at home some of our teams couldn't help themselves, and Team GTR decided to name their number 46 Corvette GTR Quarantina Turner. <laughs> it's a very uh, punny name. This car is going to be driven by Jular, Forte, Meta, Julian, Turbo, and Karts. So some drivers that we wouldn't typically see in third place in a field this deep, but a great qualifying effort from that car, and they should be able to hang on to a pretty good spot. Up next is our second place GT entry from last year, returning. This would be Rise Motorsport GTs with two furloughed blow knees, continuing RZM's trend of extremely long team names. And they have brought in the big guns here, Ben. We've got Zenith, Breeze, Sean, Renaud, Seven, and Vettel. So a little bit of a cross-pollination there. Got four Mm -hmm. RZM guys, a Williams driver, and somebody from Jim. Uh, sorry, every time I hear the um, second team from Williams Esports, which they call Jim, I laugh a little bit inside. Um, in fifth position at the beginning of this race will be the number five LSEM Corvette racing car. Um, this, of course, will feature, and that's number five, I had it, there it is. Um, LSEM Goki, Bowtie, Wolf, Boost, a driver by the name of Formula Fish 15, 
and LCM sort of lag a lot. So well, you'll remember they don't lag a lot out of this race. That's a sleeper car right there because uh, Goki, remember uh, Ayrton Goki? He qualified for the Le Mans Esports uh, Super Final really quickly in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowtie winning some championships off-site, and then the rest of that car is also pretty decent in our uh, Aussie series. Yes, uh, this is true. Uh, how much time we got, Ben? We have just enough time to keep going. We have got three minutes. All right, so in sixth place, we've got AMS Emperor, the highest place of the Alien Squad, and that is going to be an Aston Martin number 83, driven by Turismo, Orazzo, Chum, and Supreme. So probably one of our youngest teams in the race. A lot of uh, rapid teenagers in that vehicle. Um, And seventh is VER Not Found. And I tried to find... Their well, drivers? you can't find it because it's on the HTTP lagout page. Uh, they're number 404. Ah, yes, there it is. I um, find it funny that you said not found, and then you can't find anybody's names. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that car, we have Real Bill Goat, PD4... Huh, good grief. PDF48 Gaming. That's a mouthful. And Braden45MC. Yeah, we saw these guys doing really well at Daytona. They were in the third spot at one point, and then mm-hmm. they had to disconnect. So, sleeper car. Keep your eyes on them. Um, in eighth, we have another SSR pop contingent of SSR Mountain Dew, the number 99 car. Um, this is going to be piloted by SSR Marky, Bobberts, and Inc. So, three-man team. Um, at Le Mans is always going to be a challenging prospect. I should know I'm also in a three-man team for Le Mans. Hey, real life, yo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in the ninth position, we have Squadio Seasports Grandio, number 67 Chevrolet Corvette. It's going to be driven by Monster, Rumble, Ruthless, Dynamic, and Carrera. And Carrera, I think, is actually the oldest account active in this race. License number 20 out of 8,300-something. That would mean that's he his former gamer tag was F4H Carrera, maybe. Uh, yep, I believe that may be the same guy. Okay, good to know. Now you got um, me wondering what my license number is. You're pretty well down there. Eleven hundred thousands. Yeah, mine's in the five thousands. Sad face. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, I got a two digit one somewhere. Yeah. And uh, rounding out the top ten, we have newcomers, relatively speaking, to Tora in QLS team. They're going to be driving the number 589 Ferrari, and that is going to be driven by QLS Emanuele, Ser, Nervus, Dark Speed, and Nox Dario Legend. Mm-hmm. So a relatively unknown team to Tora. I understand they've done some French and Italian championships before and done really well, and it's going to be really cool to see them adapt to the Anglo-American style of endurance. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty more GT entries where that came from. We have um, 70 or so GT entries that will be taking the green flag. Um, there's cars from Fail Race Motorsports. If you're familiar with um, the Fail Race YouTube page, they have a team that's racing. Um, we have two cars in GT from Daredevil Motorsports, which is who I'm driving with now. Ben, We're you plugging actual- your own team? Yes, you did it first. I Shut did. Up. Um, <laughs> Ooh, we've, we've got Faf engaging with PTG in like five Porsches. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah many, many Porsches from Pat. From now Ooh. children. Yes. Um, there's also, oh, good grief. I just noticed this. Qualifying in 19th position is the car GTR Corvette 19. Get out. <laughs> and that is car number 19. Slow clap. You know, just when you think you've seen everything that there is to see at Tora, something like that happens. <laughs> I was going to say, there, there's going to be more craziness that happen. I can already tell. Yes. All right. Well, be sure to be on the lookout for the full broadcast schedule for our Tora Lamont event this weekend. Um, we have a couple different streamers hosting a couple different lobbies, five in total. Um, the plan is to have six prototypes in each uh, lobby and having um, <clears throat> 14 GTs in each. So we have uh, 
about a hundred cars total, uh, five lobbies. It's going to be a large event, and I'm probably not going to sleep much. Um, that you never my, do. Yeah, it You're wouldn't be a total punishment if I didn't have a panic at one point or another. Um, so. That about does it for this week's show. Um, be sure to check us out on all the relevant social medias. Um, we're on Twitter, um, at the real underscore Torah. Um, if you don't put the underscore in there, you'll be tweeting the Torah band, which is not us. Um, unfortunately, Ted had to run off, so I will say goodbye for him. Louie, it's always a pleasure having you here. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's always a pleasure to host the show. So, from all of us here at the Toro Radio Show, have a good week, stay safe, and stay tuned for On The Grid. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.